Hello and welcome to the White Trash Podcast. Holy fuck, guys. Um, Today is is one of the better days that I can have as far as, like, I'm always a pretty content guy. I'm never, like, too happy or too sad. I always kind of ride in the middle, right? There are things that do make me really happy, and there are things that do make me sad, but it's, it it um, it has to really mean something to me to affect me on a serious level. I don't let small shit, you know, impact me in a positive way or a negative way. I just don't allow it. <clears throat> so, I, I, I say that because I'm in a really good mood today because something really cool happened overnight. It's 7.30 in the morning. I woke up like two hours ago. And found out that Eminem released the B-side to his album that he put out like a year ago. Music to be murdered by. That album was pretty good. And he released the B-side to that. Which is, you know, B-side is the, I don't know how many young kids are listening to this. But the B-side is, uh talking about the uh old school tapes the cassette tapes he used to flip it over and there would be you know 12 songs on the front 12 songs on the back and you know the b-side uh yeah that's just what it is and he's, he's calling this the b-side version basically um it's like eight or nine songs i think and like five of them are good it's not it's not like the best album i've ever heard of his um, but it's still good. It's like, there are some really good songs, and there's one really good song. The song Nat, um, that he did with Cole Bennett, uh, the Lyrical Lemonade guy. They did a music video. But the song is really good. The music video is good too, but the song is really good. And it's just like, so fucking dope, because this dude has dropped two surprise albums in like, three years. Like, that's fucking crazy like i don't know if people understand that like he dropped kamikaze out of fucking nowhere and because revival flopped and he was like all right i'm gonna come back on these motherfuckers with something they didn't even see coming it was gonna be fire and it was and he just dropped it and then you know a year and a half later or something not even know if it was that long he drops music to be murdered murdered by and that was pretty good. And then he drops this. You know, that was announced at least. This was out of fucking nowhere. There was like a rumor yesterday that he might be dropping an album soon. And then all of a sudden it's out. Like, what the... Because f- you can't believe those rumors. I've heard those rumors throughout my whole life. That like, oh, I'm just dropping an album soon. And six months later he drops an album. Like, you don't know what soon means. You have You have no context. Like... It could have happened today. It could have happened three weeks from now. Who knows? But he released it. It's pretty good. Um, there are definitely a few songs on there that are like kind of made for chicks a little bit. You know, it's a little bit like a little bit of what he did on Revival. There are a few songs in there kind of custom made for women or maybe a gay man. Um, and those songs aren't even that bad. Like, I don't hate them. I just don't love them. Um, but man, this dude is lyrical as ever. 
some of these songs, some of the I haven't even looked over the lyrics yet. I just just the stuff that I heard on the first listen. I've only listened to every song once as of now. Just listening to every song once. Some of the shit he is saying, some of the the bars that he's connecting, some of the metaphors, some of the similes, some of the punchlines he's using, some of the funny stuff he says is like he's as good as ever. Like he is as good as ever. It's crazy. Dude's fucking not even human. In one of the songs, the the song Nat, in another one, I think, he raps real fucking fast. Like, supersonic kind of shit. Like, goddamn. Um, and he's just so fucking on top of shit. He's a workaholic. Like, the dude just never gets out of the fucking studio. It's crazy. I swear to God, there's, a, there's like a shower and a fucking toilet in there. He just fucking locks himself in and comes out like a hundred days out of the year or something. It's, I don't even know how he does that shit. Because um, I like working on my craft. Like, I'm trying to be a comedian. I love writing jokes and reworking old jokes. But it's exhausting. It's mentally exhausting. And he's doing something that's a million times more difficult. It's not even comparable. Like, it, to call it... Uh, in art, to to call what I do an art form is like laughable in some way, in some small, small way it is. Um, I, what I'm doing isn't, but what I'm aspiring to do is an art form. What Eminem is doing is art at its highest level as far as rap goes. Like it's fucking so hard to do. Probably not that hard for him, but it's like t- for anybody else to try to do what he's doing, it would take them five years to make one song and it's it wouldn't even be half as good it's it really is goddamn impressive um the dude keeps impressing me even though i already know he's incredible that's what's like so great about the greats like we already knew tom brady was fucking the goat or everyone was like it's either him or joe montana and nobody else is in that conversation that was the that was the um what do you what do you say? It's, that was the narrative a few years ago. That it was just Tom Brady and Joe Montana. Everybody else can literally go fuck themselves. And then Tom Brady came back twenty eight to three in the Super Bowl, down twenty five points versus the Falcons, and cemented himself. Just planted himself in history. Like, and then won another Super Bowl after that. Like, he's, he's just too good. He's simply too, too good. And we, that's what makes the greats great. When you think they can't get better, and they somehow still make this leap in improvement, or, or even just staying, staying really consistent at how good they are is extremely impressive. But most of the time, they're still making these these leaps. I think what Eminem is doing is just staying consistent. Because I don't know. He's too... I mean, I don't think Brady's making any leaps anymore. You know, I don't think Tom... I don't think Tom Brady's making big leaps in um, improvement. I don't think Eminem is improving as a rapper that much anymore. Obviously, you're always sharpening your tools. And you are getting slightly better. But you're not seeing any huge jumps anymore. 
But just to say, cons- just to stay consistent at that level for as long as he has, is remarkable. It's it's unheard of, by the way. Name another rapper who's done that, who's that lyrical, that consistent, and has been just killing it his entire career. I mean, he's had a he's had one or two albums that were like kind of shaky. That's insane. Like, you know, even if Tupac lived, if Biggie lived, they would have put out a couple albums that people weren't huge fans of. It's just the way it is. It, you know, it's just the way it is. Um, there are there are Michael Jackson albums that people don't like. There are Prince albums that people don't like. It's just the way it is. Um, but even the albums that people don't like of Eminem, there are still gems. There are still songs in there that are really good. You just have to look for them. But whole yeah, it's just like, uh, man, if if you told me, hey, what do you want for Christmas, dude? I'd be like, this is this is way too much to ask for because he just put out an album last year, but a new Eminem album, a new, <laughs> I'm mushmouth because it's seven thirty in the morning. A new Eminem album would be incredible, but that's way too much to ask for. He literally just did one, and it was pretty good, and it had a lot of songs on it. So, to expect that would be kind of, uh, you know, asking a lot. And he just fucking drops it. Like, god damn it. <clears throat> I feel spoiled. I feel spoiled a little bit. And, like, it was, it's almost intimidating. Like, I woke up at 5 in the morning and I'm like, I don't even think I can comprehend this right now. Like, it's simply too much. Um, that happened with Kamikaze, too. I literally woke up at like three in the morning to find out it was released and I was like trying to trying to like catch all the bars and like trying to catch what he's saying and connect everything and it was just exhausting. It was like three in the morning and I was like uh I'd have to rewind it and like look up the lyrics. I'd be like, This is too much. So I'm gonna have to go through the lyrics at some point for some of these songs, uh, you know. Maybe more, a little bit more than half of them, but goddamn, it's it's mentally exhausting just to listen and try to catch all of it. Um, I think that's kind of cool that more people are doing that than ever. I think people used to listen to Eminem, and they would kind of listen, but they were more like half listening. And if the bar wasn't like extremely obvious, they may not catch it. I think people now more than ever understand that you have to listen very closely you have to you have to keep that memory of what he said two or three lines ago even sometimes more you have to keep the memory in your head while still trying to listen to what he's saying about what he said before because it's probably going to be connected in some way it's incredibly difficult actually like it's a muscle you have to to work and i've done it for a long time and I still miss stuff all the time. I miss things that are like obvious. Like I, in this one song he he did on uh, music to be murdered by, he says something about like, um, the the something like the the roof going over your head, like the Doberman said, and like Dobermans are tall. So like the when they bark, you know, their their the the sound frequency of their bark would go over your head because they're very tall. And like I didn't even like 
because I caught that. I was like, oh, you know, and then he says, you know, like the roof going over your head. I didn't even like think about like the actual like house roof. Like for some reason, I just didn't even like for like the first three listens. I was like, oh, that's yeah. He put that in there, too. I don't know how I didn't notice that. Sometimes I'm trying to catch the, the bars that are like too clever or like more clever. And I actually miss the easy ones. Like I really do that. I'm like, or like maybe I do catch it in my subconscious, but I don't acknowledge it. I don't know. It's a weird thing. Uh, but yeah, I miss stuff all the time. I've actually like, you know, I've watched a few of these reaction videos that people do. People will react to the new Eminem songs, and I, I've actually watched a few of them to like see if um, see if these people, because they have the lyrics in front of them while they're listening to it. I've actually like had people catch bars that I've completely missed. Like it's these people are impressive. Like that's the you know they're making an income on YouTube, you know breaking down music, and uh, some of them are very good at it. Um, I miss stuff all the time though, because he's just putting so much into one or two sentences. Sometimes it's like it's real hard to keep up, especially if he's rapping fast on any level. If he's rapping fast, good luck. I mean, you're gonna have to listen to the song seven times, and you're gonna catch like thirty percent of it. It's real tough. It's really like a mental workout, trying to break that shit down, trying to understand it. Trying to catch everything. Like, I literally have to, like, close my eyes or, like, squint real hard and be like, listen just real closely. Like, it's almost like a meditative state. Like, you have to close out the rest of the universe. You have to be in a quiet room. Like, you could never catch every bar, like, you know, standing next to the subway in New York or, like, you know, walking down the street. In fucking San Francisco, well, there's just people everywhere, you know. Well, and it's not COVID, obviously. But, like, you have to be in a quiet room. Like, you have to be in a mountain somewhere, in a log cabin, is the only way to, like, catch every bar. You really do. Like, <laughs> to fucking be in the middle of goddamn nowhere. Um, that's why Elon Musk is trying to go to Mars. He's just trying to catch all the bars of Eminem's new album. He just needs perfect silence, and Mars is the only place he can get it. That, that you know what? Dedicated Eminem. You know what? That's an that's a stand. That's he's a stand. That's that's too much. Just you know, just he's he's a billionaire. Just create a just build a house in the ground or something. You know, just you you seems like it's a little drastic. You don't need to go to Mars to listen to Eminem. You just need a quiet room. You know, I live in a shitty apartment. I'm not going to Mars. You know, of course, I'm 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 joking here. I hope everyone, um, everyone with the IQ above salad dressing understands that. I did not make that up, by the way. Obviously, nothing I say is made up by me. Almost not, almost ever. My jokes sometimes are. Sometimes my jokes are original. Pretty rarely, it's hard to do. Um, Whenever I find out I whenever I find out I like stole a line from somebody on accident or like someone's already said that, I just, you know, delete it out of my phone. But um what was I just gonna say? I got sidetracked. Um the uh 
God damn it. The M&M bars going to Mars. That rhymed. That was not on purpose. I swear to God. I'm not a rapper. <laughs> not, not a rapper at all. Uh, could never be. Um, that would be fun, though. That'd be an interesting life. Um, yeah, I don't even know where I was going. Not that important, I guess. Um, oh, the salad dressing line. That's what it was. Um, sometimes you just hear people say stuff, and you're like, that's just too funny. I have to steal that, but always give them credit for it. And you don't say it too much, because then it's like, then you're just like doing it. You're just doing it too much. I heard someone say, uh, Colin Cowherd, who I've mentioned before, Colin Cowherd has like this really weird sense of humor. It's kind of quirky. Uh, it's just a little weird. He's just a radio personality for, you know, sports, basically. He's on Fox. He used to be on ESPN. Uh, Colin Cowherd, he said that one time. He said something about someone having, someone like, maybe it was like a bad draft pick or someone was being stupid in sports and he was like, yeah, that something about like that guy's got the IQ of salad dressing. And I just, I just thought it was so goddamn funny at the time. I couldn't help but laugh. And I was like, I kind of want to steal that. I've said it like probably 50 times and I always give him credit. Um, I do that with comedians too. Like I'll say a joke and I, it's never, it's not mine. You know, I'll steal Mitch Hedberg's jokes. Never to put them on Facebook or on TikTok or anything, but I'll say them at work and be like, yeah, it's a Hedberg joke. Because I like introducing people to his jokes that, like, don't know who he is. Like, that's, I think that's the greatest way to honor somebody, is to tell their jokes after they're dead. Obviously not on a stage, because that's stealing at the highest level. Uh, I'm not stealing their jokes, I'm literally giving them credit, and I'm just passing their name around like hey this guy has really funny jokes he's on youtube check him out and it's not like um i'm making any money off of it i just really appreciate comedy and i love that guy you know but this fucking new eminem album wow every time i say eminem album i sound like this comedian named ray kump ray kump is tim i love tim dylan He's the gay guy from Long Island. He's the comedian who's been on Rogan like seven times in three years. Um, Ray Kump is his best friend. And Ray Kump is a fat slob comedian who also has a podcast called Kump. It's pretty funny. Uh, whenever Tim and Ray do a show together, a podcast together, it is hilarious. Them two together is a dynamic that is just incredible. Um, but Ray Kump kind of has a weird... Um, he has like a weird, I don't know if it's a lit, I don't think it's a lisp, it might be a small speech impediment, it's it's pretty small, but sometimes when he talks, it just sounds like mush mouth, you know, he's always like, he'll catch himself saying something wrong, and he'll be like, someone should fucking shoot me in the head, I cannot talk, he's great, I love it, <laughs> and I literally have done that twice today, just on this podcast, every time I say Eminem album, I say it, I'm, 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 I just literally can't talk, so, I sounded like Ray Kump twice today, um, 
<laughs> that dude's funny. Like Ray Kump is seriously funny. Like uh, he he put out an episode a few days ago about um the 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 first thing he says when he gets on the mic is the ten year old boy who works at the bodega down the street with his family. Stop hitting on my girlfriend. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? Like, this dude is not living a normal life. Stop hitting on my girlfriend. And then he brings it up like four more times in the episode. The episode is the, uh, well, the, the show is called Cump. K-U-M-P. And Tim Dillon, the Tim Dillon show is on YouTube and Spotify. The Tim Dillon Show is the best podcast, comedy-wise, that is on the planet. Joe Rogan has the best podcast, the most, you know, profitable, cool. Tim Dillon's podcast is the funniest podcast on the planet. I don't want to hear shit from no one. I will literally go to war defending this man as the funniest podcast in the world. And when him and Ray get on the same podcast, it's, it's like God mode. Like, those two together are it's 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 they're Abbott and Costello but in 2020 like they're fucking incredible together when they release an episode together I literally get like giddy happy I'm like oh it's like it's like someone just gave me a car for free I'm just like I feel lucky that I even get to listen to these two dudes like they're fucking hysterical together it's just they've known each other for so long they have this weird dynamic and they're both like very similar in sense of humor. They both have really dark sense of humor. It's amazing. So funny. But uh, I actually got to go. I got to get out of here. I got to go do some stuff. But I wanted to come on and talk about the Eminem album. I may bring it up more in a different episode once I've listened to it more. Because like I said, I've only listened to every song once without the lyrics um, you know, in front of me. So I might talk about it more. Who knows? Um, but this is the Friday episode. I did not do the episode on Monday like I was supposed to, but I released two on Tuesday. And then, uh, one on Wednesday like I was supposed to, and then Friday. So we're good. I'm trying to stay Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I'm just trying to do that. Um, and if, if I ever miss a day, I'll release two the next day. Like, I'll always make up for it. Um, but I'm gonna try my best not to miss any days. But... This is the White Trash Podcast. Go listen to the new Eminem album, Music to Be Mentored by, B-Side. Go check it out. Check out the song Nat. It's probably the best song on there. Uh, very good. Uh, with Cole Bennett. This is the White Trash Podcast. Thank you for listening.